0: This is part two of the two-part podcast with Guru Singh. We hope you are enjoying it. You're listening to the Experience Sikhi podcast, a deeper look into the Sikh identity. We present to you open, honest, and inspiring stories. No armor, pretense, or sugarcoating.
1: Speaking about fear earlier, mm-hmm. and especially you as a pracharak, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pressure put on you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it can feel like uh, everybody's watching you, and yeah. uh, you got to be almost fearful uh, of slipping up. How has that uh, impacted you, and uh, you know, just in the way you go through life? So
2: I feel like humans as people, where everyone makes mistakes. Everyone has hardships. And one thing that I also often found myself doing was comparing myself to other people. And you think that people are very, uh, they might be ahead of you in their, in their sikhi, they're bad, they're, they They're don't have to deal with all the hardships that you have to deal with. They don't have to struggle with Kaam, Kudu, Loh, Mohankar. They don't have those hardships. So when I face those hardships and I face those, the, those hardships in my life and I would fail or slip up or fall back, um, I really took myself down. I beat myself down it. I was. I used to think about it over and over again. And this is another thing that Babaji helped me with. Um, um, they, once I remember a BB came to do Babaji Darshan last year, and she went up to Babaji, and she said, Babaji, the first thing she said, Babaji, I have of I've made so many mistakes in my life. Mm-hmm. So many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And Babaji said, Asankh kate kinabakshanhaar. That Asank in a kate countless bad deeds that you've done. Asankh kate kinabakshanhaar. kin in a blink of an eye can destroy them all. And that's how much shakti a Guru Sahib has. That's how merciful Guru Sahib is. Then they told me a punkti. They're like, whenever you um, have this th- uh, thought that you're thinking about your past, they said never to me, they told me, never think about your past. Never think about your past misdoings. Because mm-hmm. I'll only hold you back. It'll, it'll haunt you like a ghost. And that's what was happening to me. It'll, they're haunting me like a ghost. Mm-hmm. And I went to grow in my And they said to me, uh, they told me, do job of this shabd. said, bro, the calm, low, throw, eh, janam, Hopefully, I said that right. Forgive me if I had wrong pronunciation. But they said, do job with this. Okay, not only in this life, Maharaj, have a struggle with calm, have a struggle with all these desires and growth, but for countless lives. Countless lives. Who knows what I've done in my past life? Like we're talking about chaos earlier. And Gurubani talks about karma. I can't control what I did in my Pushila Jan. I got this menu right now. This is a this is a card that I've been dealt. Now right. it's my job to deal with this. Use this card as the best. Like say when you're playing cards, right? Yep. You've been dealt a card. Yeah, it could be a bad hand. It could be a horrible hand. Right. It doesn't mean that's the, uh, that you just give up and drop your cards and you walk away. You deal with that card, the best cards, the best you, you can. can. Yep. The best that you put all your effort into it. So, uh, it doesn't mean that the outcome will be the best and it'll be great. Yep. But it means that you it's your job to deal with your karams and now work with them in this life. Right. And I feel like people who have Gursi Khi and Gurmudh in their life or some sort of connection, overall they have great karams. Right. And so Pakci said, hey, don't ever, before the jo people kitiya, were born, when the galtiyan people were born, they didn't think about it. 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 Focus on now and the future. Mm. this is where you are but for me i feel like it's very important um that you have to really note yourself where you've been precisely and you know you don't want to be there again right so you don't want to be there again but once you know that put that behind now you got to figure out where you're going right Where, where you're going and i'll read you another quote here um Jordan Pearson writes in his book he says you must determine where you're going uh, going in life because you cannot get there unless you move in that direction. Random wandering will uh, wandering random wandering will uh, will not move you forward. Is right. randomly randomly wandering in your own will mm-hmm. will not get you anywhere. Right. So you need to know where you've been and now put that where? there put that behind you and move forward. Because if you know you're going, you can go to your uh, achieve your purpose and your meaning in life, and that's what I'm um, like. That's that's what's helped me in my darkest times. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Um, and in terms of expectations, oh, sorry, we're
2: talking about prachaar, expectations, yes. that's what you're saying, right? Yep. Yep. so as a project, I if I did anything wrong or if I slept up, because in Sukhini Sahib, there comes a punk theory, right? Mm-hmm. Right. For me, that, that's scary. You say, hey, like It's a passion you have. You want to teach about You want to pursue it. Just like anyone else, they have a passion in life. You want to do passion. Sikhi is a passion and you want to pursue it. Sikhi is a lifestyle, right. but it's a passion to do prachar. Right. You can pursue Sikhi without a passion to do prachar. Yep. But for me, it's a passion and with this passion huge expectations come just like with anyone if you are a doctor you have ex- you become a doctor you pursued becoming going to med school but now you are a doctor it comes with huge responsibility and as a pracharik you have to live what you preach you have to watch over yourself every single move what i'm posting on instagram what i'm liking on instagram what i'm clicking on instagram um where my views are anything and political right. or anything i have to be very very careful and it does it does it, i have um I have uh uh beat myself down for making mistakes in the past, but learning to forgive myself was one of the biggest things I learned from Genny Pagan Sing Jin karma But if you learn from your mistakes and you move forward then, they're able, then you're able to uh, go and um, then you're able to beat those high expectations. That, not beat them, but reach them mm-hmm. and match them and uh, actually be an example. Because I feel like the youth needs, uh, when you're younger, you need role models. Right. You need someone that you can live up to. Uh, not saying that I'm a role model mm-hmm. but when I teach kids at government center who are, in the, who are in the third fourth grade and they see hey good thing is wearing Jordans today or he's wearing this or he's doing this they right. go to their parents and say I want to buy those shoes I want to do this <laughs> like uh, that's what happened. Yeah, they right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> told the kids about <laughs> my shoes, and they all next day, th- their moms are like, "We can't afford these shoes." I said, "Go to I just do a makes you think, right? Yeah, that makes you think. Like these kids watch everything. They might yeah. not listen to the good things that you tell them, but they see, the, they, they see, the, they see and the visual. They're very. You got to be very careful, very, very careful, and if they follow you. And that's just on. And two, you can't, you can't cheat yourself. Yeah, you can't cheat. Uh, be one person at home be one person at school be one person at uh, uh at, sc- at the Godora sahib or in sangit you have to be the same person everywhere and people respect you more yeah. um i remember when i was going to school for my first year of electrical um i had to go to mark's it's a warehouse store to buy some gloves or something with right. a friend who i just made right. a couple of days earlier i was in a new city um and uh He gets in the car with me, and we're just driving. We're like, hey, let's carpool together. One, we take two cars, and we start driving, and we start talking about each other. And he, I was, I was living four hours away from, um, where I, I, from Abbotsford, is in Vernon, BC, and we get in the car together, and um, he's, uh, we start, he starts asking me about Siki. He's, I'm 23, he's 21, and I start telling him about my sister, my daughter the morals and how we don't look at we don't party we don't do drugs right. we don't do all this stuff and how we have high values and we respect uh women as, as our sisters yeah. and our background and everything and um i actually had a base of pamphlet in my car laying around and he picked <laughs> it up he's like what is this <laughs> so i was <laughs> like okay i'm like now i'll tell you more yeah. and then after the entire conversation uh he's like he's like good kid at saying he's like i want to be like you wow not me as a person but you what you guys believe in well, that's said. what that's what i want to be but he's like these are the difficulties that like you face like i love going out and partying i like i like smoking i like doing the stuff I like partying but he's like at the end of the day it always gives me regret yeah and uh, i still talk to him today his name is chris but uh we like he same thing people see what gurumat is and goes to kids so if you can live it in your school right. life and your work life uh in your family people respect you you earn a lot of respect even at school uh, even at work um one of my my co-workers always asked me like are six always nice people (laughs) i'm like not always (laughs) (laughs) but that's one of our virtues that we respect other people and we treat them well and we always smile and say nice things and uh, we want the best for everyone Mm -hmm. and uh, they they respect that and they understand that and because judy um humanity Anji. our conscious speaks to us yep. and the more you suppress your conscious yes it can go in the wrong direction but uh, your conscious is there and when people see something right their heart can tell them yeah that is right Right. so having those expectations and living up to them is, is a big responsibility yes there are times that it, they can be overwhelming but uh, making sure that you have people around you who can set you straight and Right. Who are trustworthy and who are uh, who you uh, trust and respect and all those things always helps. Always helps and l- I'm always looking for people to call me. Oh, hey, case thing to see. Prachar kar Make sure any I'll give you. I talked about about the Singh Ji earlier. The minister Singh Ji founded the Gurunanak Academy. They were going to. Uh, they were going to Edmonton to do Pracharan and on the way, on May ninth. I believe it was May 7th. I believe May, May 7th, they got an accident 2003 and 2004, and three Gurusikhs passed away. So I got to do the Sangit when I was young. And two things that they told me one thing they said they always wore, they always wore their Bana whenever I saw them. They said, when you wear a Bana, it's like a shield. Guru De bana which Guru Ka Sikh, Guru De they got the Banda do to yeah. Right. They said that to me and the other thing they said to me was um, we are the children of Guru Gomu Singh and it's our job to give to this month live up to these expectations and be the best Gursikh you can be um, and as individuals have your people around you who can, who can keep you in check you keep you in check and as brothers i feel like brothers you need, you need to do that to each other you need to have us like a group of brothers and from my sisters who are listening a group of sisters who are unjudgmental who you can go to and ask for help and advice and counsel from one one another and share and we're on this path of sikhi together you're mm-hmm. not trying to be better or good sex than the person beside you nowhere in Sikh the house it says be better than the person other good sick who's in your life mm-hmm. it's a as a kathya, itte malapda maraga. You want to work together, coming together. That's when egos are defeated. When even you can see, people can read bani do pagti pa hangkarake fir heavy hoye anda. Par mel sangat gunpar ga. Sangat is melke gunpar ke thunde. You want that malap, you kathya baad ke bani padenge, kathya baad ke ek din ab chaar We have these discussions. Then you the ego can stay in check, and it's it's not me versus you in Sikhi. Right. It's we're on this path together. When it is. If all the collective, the When we're in the arms of Guru Gobind Singh Ji Maharaj, get their love, get their get their from them, just like these great girls like Baba Deep Singh, Baba Mani Singh, Vairantir Singh Ji, Sancharna Singh Ji. All these amazing who came before us. Look, They are brothers. Yeah. These great Gorsiks are our siblings. And it's important that we all work together and see each other as siblings. And for me, uh, my brothers, I have, uh, I'm so blessed to have a great network of close friends who are my brothers who always keep me in check and they know. Okay, good case and this is your passion I told them this is my passion says, these are the expectations guys whenever I'm not not on par you, know. you guys gotta set me straight and I w- that's what I want mm-hmm, that's right. what I want that again is at the end of the day meaning meeting my fulfillment and meeting my pur- meeting my purpose and meaningful
1: life for me right yeah well, I also think in in, in Sikhi uh, we always view uh, perfection right mm-hmm. like when we think of ma'aparks like something else mm-hmm. in the but, uh, one thing that I've, I've always felt is that perfection is a journey. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Brahm Gan is a journey that could take many lifetimes, yeah. you know, and, uh, on that path, I think w- the thing that Sikhi values, that Guru Sab values is Uddam, huh. is effort. Uh, Definitely. That you're trying your best Definitely. and you're asking for Guru Sab support, uh, to be able to try your best and that while trying your best, you may make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, if you're trying your best and you're looking for Guru Sab support, Guru mm-hmm. Sab will always see that effort and, uh help you on that path. So yeah. if, if, while on our journey of Sikhi, we yeah. do make some mistakes, uh, we should look at, you know, we shouldn't beat ourselves up about uh-huh. it. And we just say, you know what, this is it's part of the process. Yeah. I have to keep trying. I have to keep yeah. asking for Guru's help, support. And one day yeah. you'll get there, right?
2: And I'll mention quick two things that, I remember getting Pagwan telling me this, that There's a person who is, um, there's a value. There's a value set on something. Something's for a thousand dollars, and you it's you're trying to buy that thing. You don't have a thousand dollars. It's going to take you a very very long time to get a thousand dollars. So this needs a bigger number, trillion, sure. right? You can only maybe in a lifetime get a million dollars together, but the things worth a trillion dollar trillion dollars. It's very. There's no one who can who can buy it, right? But the person who's selling it. If they see your effort and they see your minute and they see how hard you're working and how hard you're trying to get there, and they see that this this is this is not a value that someone can put on it, they might give that to you for a million dollars. So again, Singh said to me. Like they they said, mm-hmm. use this example. You take your uh, steps, right? We said that's what that is. You make your effort. If you fall Guru Maharaj has given us, uh, if you make a mistake, right? One thing that we have in our that in our youth, I won't say in our pant, that people, if someone goes for Sadai or goes to go to Pesh or something, it's very taboo, very wrong. Like this guy's so horrible, like what does this guy do? We got to have more Kima, forgiveness. And just that, just that step of going to Panjapyari and doing Sadai is a huge, it shows love for the Guru. It shows that you want the key in your life. It shows that hey, Sikhi is important to me. I'm willing to go admit my mistake to the Guru. Mm. We have make we make mistakes. Admitting that to Guru Maharaj the Panch and going back and receiving their blessings and coming into their lap again is a huge step. It's a huge step and we shouldn't undervalue that. We should never undervalue that. And I feel like I respect people who can admit their mistake and be like, I did this wrong and I, I love my guru and I res- love my sikhi and um Uh, I need to, I'm going to do Sada'i, I'm going to fix myself, and I want to get back on this path. Because everyone has ups and downs in in their life. People get persuaded by Maya, by the vakars. This is normal, that's why Maya is there, is created, is to take us away. But Maharaj has given us this process, and as a society, as youth, I think we need to take the taboo or that negative approach to doing Sada'i away, and we need to say, hey, if someone is struggling with their Sikhi, let, uh, and they go do or they make a mistake or do anything encourage them give them more help them out hold on to their arms say this is be happy the last thing we want is someone who commits a mistake they're beat out on and then they just mm-hmm. get the wrong it, and totally go far away Mm-hmm. this happens it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a type of bullying it's a type of pressure people mm-hmm. have this they they find something and then they uh, they say oh you just committed this huge this mistake or this, this, you did something wrong they start bullying the person they start uh, making the person feel horrible and that's what leads to depression and mental illness and all sorts of stuff and you don't want to you don't want to send someone down that road that they feel even further away from gurmat and gur you want to help someone you want to help someone get closer to Guru maharaj and not uh, away because pushing ke sikhi guru guru is to help someone get connected to Guru Sab, mm. Right? So it's a, it's very important that yeah, there Sikhi has high expectations and we mm-hmm. we reach those expectations and we have the love of the Guru, but uh, to uh, uh, to to help uh, to bring to have those expectations and to be very forgi- forgiving and helpful is very important as well
0: yeah no that's definitely um important and so it's it's kind of going on the same perspective of not pushing people away if they're uh, in a position of being toxic right mm. um and so being a friend uh-huh. um another role model obviously in our lives are like our parents yeah and so how how would you describe the role of parents in a in a child's life that's going through um any type of mental health issues that they they have at the moment or uh, that are affecting them?
2: I think that uh, from a young age, it's very important for parents to teach their kids responsibility and for the kids to teach your kids to uh, make Sikhi practical and uh, have it have an important role in their life. Sikhi is the type of thing that you can't force your kids to follow. You have to teach. You have to uh, guide your children to have their own relationship with Tiki, the same relationship that I have with Tiki. Maybe my kids in the future might not might not have, right? Uh, my friends don't have the same relationship with Tiki that I have. People in my life who uh, do their own experiences, they connect to Guru Maharaj in whole in different ways. So we as individuals um, uh, have our own relationship with Guru Sahib. Mm-hmm. The m- one thing I find is uh, every single kid is, has, comes with their own, obviously, karams. And when we're talking about this, remember we talk, mentioned my friends earlier who cut their case. I asked Gini Pagwan Singhji about this once. Like, I see people who had a great net name, who are so ins- ins- inspiring when they're young and they read a lot of Bani. Um, how do they get away from Sikhi? Mm. They told me there's three types of karms that people deal with. These all can have an effect on you. So a child could be born with the great karms, but have no sikhi in their household. And when they get older, they might when they're young, they have no aspiration towards Sikhi, they're they're not taught anything, they don't know anything about Sikhi. And as they get older they find some Sangat and they click with the Sangat. The Karam those cubs that are the karms that are um covered, right. they blossom. Right. And they get towards Sikhi and they move forward. So we see people who are totally away from Sikhi get on the path of Sikhi and this has happened through history. Yep. There's a single Sanjay Geni name was Dalbir Singhasi. He used to sell drugs. He used to have, he's a he he, he. he pretty much committed every single sin he possibly can, mm. according to him, him, what he says. And he, one day he was running away from the police. He had a bunch of drugs on him. He had a revolver on him. Santakartar Singhji was doing kata. He ran into the bar, sat down in the bar, listened to Santakartar Singhji's one kata. And he said, I want to join your jatha. And Sandhika Tarshan was like, like look, what you look like? <laughs> <laughs> How can you join the Jatha? Sir? He's like, if you take Amrit and you meet us in Ganga Nagar, you can join the Jatha. He j- took Amrit, went to Ganga Nagar, and joined the Jatha. He ended up, his Sant Kartar she gave him the name Dalbir Singh Abiyasi. He used to sit all day in, and all night in Drabasa's Rover and read Japtisha part, to the point that his fish would be eating at his feet. Inabiyasi baniya, inabiyasi baniya, inabiyasi sing. So like, Maharaj ji ji sikhi di daata, he can bless anyone. Sikhi is a gift. I always say this, sikhi is a gift. I, if I do hankar today, I'm a great Sikh, Maharaj can strip that away from me. And if you have humility, Maharaj can bless anyone with sikhi. Anyone with sikhi. So when I asked Gaini Pagwansi this question, they said, then they said, As someone could have good karms, uh, sorry, someone could have bad katams. Parents have good katams, and their bad katams are covered because of their parents' sanget. But in the, when they get older, they might get bad sanget. That bad sangit might take them in that direction. Right, right. So, what we have to do is give our kids direction, give them responsibility, teach them hey, you have to figure out, you have to teach your kids to figure out their own life first. Like we said earlier, I'm talking about toxic people and judgment, right? We're so our own life could be a chaos? We for crying out loud, we couldn't clean our own room or have our own car cleaned. But we want to solve the world's problem or solve right. the bunts problem. You can't mm. do your own jebtsat, but you want to fight over Haragmala's <laughs> bani or or Dasam Granth, right? That's what that's what's happening, yeah. right? People can't clean their own rooms and they're fighting about the biggest political issues in the world. Like how are you going to solve that out when you haven't had your own life set right. in order? Right, you yeah. need order yeah. in your own life. So teaching your kids order. And it's very important. And people, uh, uh, just like one of the major jobs for a parent is to make sure that their child uh, is taught uh, values that are accepted in society. For example, sharing, caring, being respectful, teaching them their distance and their area of that they can touch and whatever. Right. And all. These are things that are expe- accepted, acceptable in society. And that's what the parent has to teach them. Now, those same things, when it comes to Sikki, you have to teach your kids, hey, this is what's acceptable in Sikki, This is what's important in Sikki, And now, base your entire life around that. And it really helps if both parents are on the same page. Mm-hmm. Very, very helps. Helps a lot. And I would say, teach your kids from a young age how to deal with calm, how to deal with growth, how to deal with uh, all the of devices, and teach them shabs, right. right. Teach them shabbs. Like, I have nephews. And I when I was back in BC a couple of months ago I went and I said, Give me a we got a whiteboard and we wrote on there <laughs> and I said, Memorize the spellings, memorize the arts and any time you see something, um uh, in, in like my eldest nephew, he's ten years old now, and there's kids talking about girlfriends and boyfriends. Yep. And he's in grade five. I was like, and <laughs> they're, <laughs> I was it's like, crazy. it's crazy, right? <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, was saying like this is not, like this is what a good six life is. Laying it out for a kid at that age, hey, we are like this. Kids right. can be doing this. Right, you see this in the world, but these are the these are the standards of a good and a Gurmat, mm-hmm. and. Like you have to these basic virtues you have to really, really implement in your kids. And <coughs> why do we do this? Because again, we want them to avoid chaos. Right. You there's two different there's two different ways to go in life. Either you can have a lot of excitement. Right. Right. A person can sleep with whoever he wants, right. do whatever he wants, do go all do all the horrible things, go clubbing and everything. There'll be horrible consequences for that. Mm-hmm. A person who is who lives that type of lifestyle normally ends up on drugs alcohol depression like a lot a lot of sort of things right yeah a lot of problems or you can have a very conservative life but you can have a meaningful life a meaningful life and you can pursue a life of happiness with your life partner uh with their kids have better uh growing that life because when you're young kids are looking for excitement mm. we're looking for challenges basic thing like a playground Right, a playground has to be enough challenging for a kid to want to pursue it. If it's too simple, they don't want to play on it. That's fair. Yeah, it has to be a challenge, just like that. Uh, life is there are challenges in life, right? And I like when you ever see a kid skateboarding, they go skateboarding, they fall on their face, they get back up and do it again. Yeah, because it's a challenge. It's about getting over that challenge. So teaching your kids, hey these will be challenges. You might fall on your face. Now you gotta get up and fight it again. You gotta fight it again. Right. Take that responsibility into your own hands so you can avoid that chaos. And the chaos is is going and seeing Paraya roop and doing uh, non-acts that government doesn't uh, allow. Right? right. So that's that's when I think about that. That's where I, and I I'm trying to uh, implement this with the Prajar mm-hmm. because I, I work I do seva at the government Center and I'm dealing with young kids. Um and in their uh, we have kids who are in these ages and they're going through this stuff. And it's very, very important to help them build relationships, personal relationships with Kuru mm-hmm. Teaching them about their history. History is the biggest thing. Visualizing Gormat and Gorsikhi and Yaratyaz is a big way. If you, I remember Genni Singh at the last SYF camp said something. He said, if you look at the Hindu religion, people haven't become Hindus or fall that faith by reading the Vedas and the Purans and the Gita. How have people become Hindu, follow the Hindu? By reading Mahaparat and Raman, which is stories. Hmm. I remember him saying this at camp, and I was like, wow. Yeah. He's yeah. like, we have to attach our kids to our Sikh history. More people will become in love with gurmat and gursikhi if you teach them about Sur Prakash, teach them about Pant Prakash. Because those historical texts, again, make visual images in our mind. By making visual images, you can make a real personal relationship with it you can see someone as a role model. For me, I remember my first visual I- image was uh, by Bachitar Singh getting on a horse and fighting the elephant, right? Having a dream of that as a kid, I was like, whoa. Right? When they went I heard it in a and then, all right? Yeah. And I was like, this is, a, that connecting to that. Singh's living in the jungles. Um, Guru Gondur Singh, you have taken the Pun Singh's sees. The Chahar Sabs that day giving Shahidi, Teaching your kids that this is what the, val- because in those stories is what the values of Gursiki are built in. Right. So I remember when I was a kid, my grandma used to tell me stories about karkus and shaheed things, mm-hmm. and how in the 80s they came around our village or to her house and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Those inspired me. Right. They inspired me to learn Gatka, to do all this stuff. Because you can't expect a kid to pick up a gatka Sahib and p- read it. No, I struggled doing my Nithin for a long time because I was dyslexic and mm-hmm. I didn't, I couldn't pay attention. I couldn't focus on it. Yeah. What connected to me and my sikhi was the stories right. and the Tias and all this stuff. Yeah. So I, I always said, focus on the basics teach your kids how to do Japji Sathapar net the name teach them give them the skills necessary and the only way you can do that is if you do it with them yeah. right? you can't tell a kid hey here's, the, here's your homework go do it in the corner they the kid don't, doesn't want to do it
0: they don't, they don't listen to what you say they listen to what you do exactly. or they see what you do and they follow yeah, that yeah, right. Yeah. and, and they, don't,
2: they don't remember what you say either they remember how you made them feel yeah yeah, yeah. That's one thing I learned. Th-
0: there's one thing that reminded me of when you were saying um, the stories aspect. I think that's a huge point uh, that I think, first of all, is a takeaway for all the listeners as well as us uh, here. Um, it was a, uh, it was actually a debate between Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they talked about, um, uh, I forget the technical term that they used, metaphorical truths. That's what it was. Okay. And so they basically mentioned how. Um, like when you get your gun license, you check for empty an empty gun. You check if there's an any ammo in the gun. Yeah. Um, and you check the barrel, you check the the magazine, everything. And then once I if I'm gonna pass you that gun, I I pass you that gun and you do the same process, even though you've just watched me do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Um and I, I was just trying to relate it back to Sikki is like there's a lot of things that we're told to do. Mm-hmm. Um and I think through sakis as well as just the acts of doing it mm-hmm. there's there's a, a huge um, reason behind them mm-hmm. that we don't probably know the context but they're preventing something yeah. that we haven't even thought of mm-hmm. right because in that c- scenario clearly that person has checked that there's no mo but in case it is you just do that step uh, as a forceful thing it's just a habit because it will prevent the main thing of you getting hurt. Yeah. Right? So it's very important that our st- we attach ourselves to our stories. Yeah, definitely. Because they have a lot of lessons in there.
2: Definitely. I agree. I agree with that.
0: Um, so just walking through, kind of wrapping up a little bit, but uh, uh, we're kind of nearing the end. Mm. Um, to give our listeners just something about yourself personally is like, what do you do for personal self-care in the, in this journey that you have?
2: Um i again, I focused on my mind and my body right? you only have one body you gotta yeah. take care of it, exercising, running, um what you put in your body, having a very healthy diet um um these are things that you have your body, and your body is. Uh, very precious and you got to take care of it. And uh, I always... bogus Ji always says this, your stomach is your second brain. So your stomach, if what you put in your stomach, what you put in your body, if you're eating a healthy diet, if you're limiting, limiting your sugars and you're not like... I haven't been eating out for the last 10 years. Right. Nice. And that's been really beneficial to me. Now, also running and working out, building like building your body and giving it to everything you have because you only have one body and you want yeah. to be the best in every single thing possible. That's right. what I feel. Right. So doing that is very important. Waking up at the same time and going to sleep at the same time is very important. You need that. We have a. I feel like we have an ap- epidemic in society where people aren't sleeping enough. Yeah. People are not sleeping enough. They're not getting enough rest. You, I, I know myself, I need seven hours of rest to yeah. function at my peak. Right. I can get out with six and a half, six hours. I won't be at my peak. To function at my peak, I need seven hours of sleep. Yeah. So I think it's very important. And to also do, and to make sure that I use that. So if I want to wake up at Amr I have to go to sleep on time. Yeah. So it's very important. For me, um, I feel like the mornings, right, are to focus. right. Think in the morning, act in the noon, and eat in the evening and sleep at night. It's a quote I wrote down. I forget who said it. Yeah. But it pretty much the guy said, the nights uh-huh. are for sleeping. We need to sleep at night. I remember last year we were at the hospital and Bhagat was there and the doctor was telling us if Bhagat Gita doesn't sleep at night, they're not going to recover as well because that rest that you can get at night, you can't get during during the day. Right. So you need to go to sleep on time. Even if that means going to sleep at 7 p.m., I say. Right. Go to 7 p.m. and wake up at 2 a.m. Wake up at 2 a.m. and do your Nithanim, do your bani, do your bias, and do what you need, what's most important to you for in your life, do that first thing in the morning. Right. If for me, like, I'll give you my example. When I'm going to do a katha, I study my katha first thing in the morning. Mm. After doing my netanim, I poke, pick up my potinga and then I study. And then I go to school. Uh, sorry, then I go to work. Then I, go to, then I come mm. home. And anything else that I need to do around the house that doesn't take much mind effort, I do that at the end of the day. That's when I wrap up, and by nine, by seven o'clock, by eight o'clock, I want to be in bed and sleeping. Wow. That's very important. Yeah. So another thing that's the most important thing I can say to people is don't take your phone into your bed. If you take your my phone in my bed, just means chaos and disaster for me. Yeah, it takes me a couple of days to recover. Yeah, if I have my phone in my bed and I'm just countlessly like going through social media or anything like that, yeah, I click on one thing, it leads to another thing. YouTube click, click, clicking, clicking, I'm 12 bottom
0: And another thing is oh. like, just, just to add to that point, is that happens because of bl- the blue light, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's like when y- your brain thinks uh, the sun is outside because yeah. the blue light's coming, and so yeah. they'll stay awake. So yeah, that's
2: the right. melatonin in your yeah. brain, it goes uh, exactly. Yeah. You don't, it's supposed to uh, turn on when we're about to go to sleep, right? As the sun goes down, but. Taking your phone into bed, I feel like it's like a disease. It's like a cancer. It'll ruin your life. It's chaos. Yeah. That's the biggest <laughs> thing for me. I know for me, it's the biggest thing. So right now, I'm living with Bagsji, and I have a rule that I don't even take my phone into my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave it in the kitchen on the counter right yeah. there. Yeah. Let it charge. And when I'm done my Netanyi, and run down my body and everything else. I come downstairs, and I'm about to eat my breakfast. That's when I pick up my phone. Right. And that's very, very important. Drinking water is very important. Um, and uh, I journal. Mm-hmm. i journal every single day and i write in my journal uh i have three different journals i have a gratitude journal which i write about things i'm thankful for i have a journal about things that happen during the day so if pop budgie said anything to me or something happened that is important i want to remember i write that down in there so i can come back and remember hey what day i did what day did i do that i'm gonna write this podcast on this day i wrote the pod i did right. we, we did this podcast 'cause another thing I said, life is very short. This this makes me slow life down. Mm. So I wanna I wanna enjoy life. This when I at the end of the day I write my things down. Very important to me. Um and the third one is if I'm reading anything, I read before I sleep. And I've been reading in the morning too nowadays. But I, I read before I sleep, and anything I learned or anything, I write that in my book. And I I always buy my books because I want to underline and right. mark them all up so I can remember. So I remember quotes and stuff yeah. like that. And so I do that. Very important. Feeding what you feed your mind. Stay away. Social media is good. It's good for getting parchar and communication but when you're bored and you use social media it's a a cancer it's a disease it's a drug it totally takes everything out from out from you i was on twitter for a while twitter was just it's just new facts over and over and over again and things that i saw on twitter i'd be thinking about when i'm trying to simmer in the morning and i I felt like it doesn't give me the value it's taking the value away from my life and so i use i use social media i like communicating with them i've Got to, know you guys, um, got to know you guys over social media and stuff like that yeah. too and it's helped me in many different ways but so like there were times when you know you can check how much time you spend on social media yeah. there's times when I was spending 5 hours on Instagram a day I was like what am I doing <laughs> and then you add that up that's so much Yeah, you can really add that up yeah. if you spend yeah. and that's crazy if you spend yeah. 1 hour a day on Instagram that's a full day in a month you've wasted 1 day of your entire life in a month on social media. Now that's 12 days in a year. You could learn so much with that, yeah. right? And the other thing that I'll say with the self-help or anything is I'm really focusing on memorizing Bonnie. Mm. Um, don't, like what I do is I don't try to memorize complete Bonnie. I take one Shabbat and I spend a week or two just memorizing that one Shabbat. So I can really memorize it and I think like it really compounds. So if you say if you memorize a shabd, one week a sh shabd. Um that's fifty-two shabs in a ye- year That's if you times that by ten, right? Yeah. you memorize a lot of shovs. Five hundred and twenty yeah, five hundred and twenty shelves. That's a lot of shelves. Yeah. One Shabd a week and just taking two punks at a time, even right? Like Nergo ni janatopradio or santan kyahi, buratomogramma uh, Ananik lehunabahi. Just take any shab that resonates with you and try to memorize it, mm-hmm. and keep a journal of the shabs that you write. Yeah, uh,
1: memorize. Sorry. Yeah. So one of our uh, final questions uh, has to do with the future. Yeah. Uh, as a Pant, uh as a community, uh, here here in Toronto or whether it's back in Abbotsford, where do you see uh, the mental health conversation headed?
2: I feel like it's ha- uh, headed in a positive direction um, because. I feel like a lot of, if you look at Punjabis in general, people who don't Punjabi or they don't know any Punjabi or English people attention. I mean, attention is <laughs> very heavy, right? And uh, I feel like everyone is, is hitting home with people now. People are saying, But now people are saying, everyone goes to illnesses. And people are talking about it. People are getting more open about it and uh, the taboo of people having depression or hardships in life people are being more sympathetic towards it so I feel like the conversation things what we're happening what's happening right now needs to happen more uh, and we need to talk to our parents because I felt like I've, I've seen my parents when they're in states of depression my mom or dad and i if you see that if you have those conversations with their parents and you can talk to them and have you can counsel them and speak with them and sometimes they, they might not even know that they it's might a, yeah they might not yeah. even know what it is right and uh, like you can see signs Are they being they're talking less they don't want to be alone they, they always like there's signs mm-hmm. and um you can talk to your parents about that hey this is d- like there's professional help you can get with this talk to them help them out if you see anyone else um like, now, what's for me is whenever I see a kid who's struggling with school, I always tell the parents, get them diagnosed. Go to a mm-hmm. doctor and see if something's wrong, like if they have a mental illness or a learning disability. Yeah. So people are becoming more. Like, when I was younger, like, right. Right. <laughs> you know, are in the lack of school. Right. <laughs> they will lack. <laughs> but it's be it's, it, it's out of your hands. Yeah. So I think that yeah. as parents, as we are getting more educated and learning more and people are talking about it more often, and now people are opening up about it, um i feel as a month that is becoming it's 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 people are being open about it and there are conversations happening and um pod, people who listen to this podcast can there's they'll learn a lot and they can share those experiences with other people and i feel like some this is mental illness is something that everyone at one point or another goes to their life they always ask mm-hmm. themselves the hard questions the serious questions and uh, if you know anyone or if you have these thoughts my being to everyone reach out man reach out don't don't sit in a box and think you're the only person reach out and um, and help each other brothers help each other grab, grab help another right and i feel it's very important that as a like now we're getting older for us to reach out to the younger our younger uh, younger brothers and be like okay hey, if you need help i'm here to help you cuz that's what people did for me right and i want to do that for other people now yep. definitely if, someone, if a child comes up to me and says, hey, I'm struggling, um, especially at the government center where I'm surrounded by almost 500 children and they come up to me and I want to be their older brother and be like, hey, I'm yeah. here to help you because yeah. that's what Sings did for me.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, so ending off, uh, we like to end every podcast with random five. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we'll ask you five totally random questions just for the readers to get to know you better. Uh, so the first one, and it would be quick. Okay. Uh, as long uh, and you can elaborate if you'd like so what is your favorite book
2: uh, it's by a person named Todd Goniger. Um it's a, it's a he's a Catholic writer actually I think he's a Christian writer I'm not sure if he's Catholic it's called Lead for God's Sake mm-hmm. Lead for God's Sake it's a very good book read it it's mm. good it's about leadership and it's about uh, uh, again finding meaning in life good it's one of those it's the only book in my life that I've picked up and had to finish it before I put it down wow it's really good yeah
1: and uh, so what's your uh,
2: favorite quote or uh, Gurbani Pangti? Um, or I'm both. A, um, both. Gurbani Pangati uh mm-hmm. Tere taught me that Pangti back in two thousand nine and whenever I feel down I always think about that. Maharaj, Please I'm I'm drowning, save me, you're uh, my savior, right? So, Maharaj is my savior. And for, um, for something, I'll just go to something that really resonated resonated with me lately. Jordan Peterson again. Uh Only do those things that can you can speak up with honor. So, only do those things that you can speak up with honor. Meaning, don't like if I do a sinful act. man Right. If I woke up at 9 a.m., that's an honorable act, right? right? So do those things that you can uh, speak with honor about. Yeah.
0: What is one of your weird quirks?
2: Uh, okay. Um, I like to wear sunglasses any opportunity I get. <laughs> <So that's laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I love cleaning.
1: I love to clean. Whenever I like to have or be organized and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, if you could meet one uh, or anyone in history, uh, who would it be?
2: Okay, this is not come for a right? <laughs> 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 um I think Sanjana, I'll sing because everything they are is what I want to be their strength, their power, um, their Jeevan, their Gurbani, just from a young age. I remember the first time I, this is weird, I, was share, I haven't shared this earlier, I got sick when I was like three years old and I remember this. My Thayaji came into my room, he put a picture of Santri. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> I had a fever or something. He's like, he protected He like, put a picture of Santaji in my room. And he put on some Tardivara. And I was like, okay, so ever <laughs> since then, I've got, it's like a thing. I always have a put a Santaji in my room. And uh, for me, it's like, they've been my motivation from since I was a kid. I was protecting like, you ever since. Pr- protecting me ever since. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, when people are not punctual and they waste my time <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, then I, I, I picked them <laughs> up late today <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i like <laughs> to be on time and <laughs> i should have known that <laughs> now you do yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's so all good um uh, that's um, awesome um uh, but i, I uh because i think this is our last episode uh you know just for this this series on on mental health i know that you read a lot of books so do you have a favorite
0: yeah, this is putting me on spot. I didn't... Uh, <laughs> so one of one of my favorite books is uh, called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. Um, it just shows different aspects of... Uh, that was the first book that I started listening... Or sorry, like reading and realizing that there's more to things uh, than that meets the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, he just talks about some um, things like, for example, uh, hockey players they the people that were born in january were more likely to go to the nhl because they would hit puberty quicker and therefore they would get into wee, and so then they just got more training and mm-hmm. then they got introduced those coaches so it just happened to be that people weren't closer Janu- obviously there was like outliers that were yeah. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah. other side but it just made me think that there's sometimes there's different reasons why things are yeah definitely. so that was the biggest takeaway interesting yeah. So, putting it back oh, on you, I'll check that one out. <laughs> what's What's your favorite book?
1: Mine's actually it's a uh, It's called How Will you, How Will You Measure Your Life? It's by a Harvard professor. Uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Kristensen, I think. And uh, again, he's uh, Whenever we think of, I think a lot of times it's just this mental bias or the stereotype that we have that people that are very successful are not very tarmi, are not very into their faith. But Professor uh, Christensen, he's a he's a very devout Christian, and he he writes a book on how to how to measure your life, how to measure your success, and just the the life experiences that he shares. And he's a professor uh, in, at the Harvard Business School, which is mm. you know one of the best business schools in the world. To see him at that level of success and also share his spiritual journey and how that uh, how that played a role in his success is amazing. Uh, like one story that he shared, as he calls it, the I may misquote it. I think it's the. Uh, I am going to misquote it. I think it's called the Just Once Rule. And what he says is that if you if you want to uh, maintain a good habit, make sure you don't deviate from it even once. Mm-hmm. The, the example that he gave was that as a devout Christian, every Sunday for him was dedicated to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter what happens. Uh, Sundays for prayer, Sundays for going to church, Sundays for reflection, reading the Bible, whatever it is. And uh, he was a Rhodes Scholar, so he got sent to Oxford on a full scholarship. And there, he was on the on the basketball team, mm-hmm. and uh, they made it to the championship. Yeah, yeah this is this yeah. is so deep, <laughs> you know, so far. And he's at Oxford, and the championship game uh, ended up being on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. All right, and so all his uh, he's he didn't uh, originally he didn't say to his teammates or his coach, but then he eventually told them, told them that he's struggling with this that. Every Sunday for him is dedicated to God. Nothing else. No sports. No TV. No nothing. Wow. And that he's gonna, you know, he's considering sitting out the game. And everybody told him he was crazy. Everybody bashed him and said, uh, you know, it's just just one Sunday. You know, just sacrifices one Sunday for the game, especially because he was a he was a starter. But he, he, he said really he made impressed. the decision to. Uh, he said I, I had to reflect on it, I think about it, but I, I didn't make that. You know, I I couldn't sacrifice even one Sunday. And he's like, that's the best decision I've made in my life. Because if I had sacrificed that one Sunday, I probably would have sacrificed a hundred more after that. But Mm -hmm. because I stuck to my guns in that one, um, I've always, my whole life, uh, never given up a Sunday for anything else but God. Principles are important. Stick
0: by your principles. That's awesome. Another book that I would recommend is Free Dalio by uh, Principles. I haven't read it yet, but everybody talks about that because of principles and what's, what's ray book? dalio uh that's the author and okay. the book is called principles okay and he okay. just talks about that uh before we end off today uh is there anything else uh, you'd like to tell the listeners um, um
2: i'm going to put a plug in for Yeah. visit our website uh, www.gursavek.com download the uh, app gurbani unlimited um visit us on instagram gursaveksevazar and pretty much is on a mission to teach Gurbani to everyone, um, share the message of Gurbani and Gurmat, and do prachar and teach the meanings of Gurbani to everyone. And they really helped a lot of youth here in Canada. So I'm blessed to be doing their sangit and staying in their in their seva. And uh, everyone, if, if they if they're ever in Toronto, they're always welcome to drop by Seven probably Mint Hill Place in Brampton and do darshan and get some santia,
0: Anji. Thank you so much uh, for sharing your story uh, being open and providing extremely extremely valuable um, uh, lessons we really appreciate it You've been listening to the Experience Sikhi Podcast